0: Mezah Shem Kentin and Simikov Ayn Siphio Dalashin of 417. Hilchus Dvarim Hanoi Gim Besuda, the halachas of how we should behave by a meal. Lo Yifra Yisodon Prusa Agabi Cairo. Don't rip bread, break the bread on top of the plate that people are eating from. Agabi Cairo over the plate. Abo Mikaneh HaCairo of the Prusa Baat. You can take a piece of the bread and clean like the leftover gravy just as long as you, you eat it. Don't use it as a sponge. The bread should not be used as a sponge. Right, that's not derech eretz. The bread, prusa gabi kairo. Hine prusa's pass a piece of the bread and mishloir and sif caught and lamid dali. The mishloir says in the left column, hine prusa's pass a piece of the bread. The time shema yitipol prusa l'soychakairo imos oichol. Don't. In other words, let's say there's a, sometimes you have a loaf of bread on the table that are that people are encouraged to take from. Don't take that piece and cut it or break a piece from it, which we said we shouldn't do earlier over food. That people are taking from. Because, come is going to fall into it. Some people might not like that. They feel, uh, you know, a little uncomfortable about eating from that bowl afterwards. The food become distasted in the eyes of people. be Gemara. Gemara, where? Look at this. Gemara, Brachas, dafches. So, we have mm-hmm. a connection between our and over here, Hilchas, Dvarman Oyemesuda. When you are cutting meat, cut it on the table, not on your hand. You might cut your hand, hurt your hand. Then you might cut yourself, the blood's coming off your hand, dripping into the food, and then the food is now uh, ruined. So um, I had mentioned this at the Shia last night. And someone sitting where I'm from, with Dalia, is sitting, said to me that, apparently he's aware, familiar with this, that one of the highest ER, emergency room issues that people go to ER for is because they're cutting something in their hand and they hurt themselves. Wow. Yeah. How many cuts occur in your own house? I'm saying specifically by, by cutting in their hand, you're saying? Yeah. So, so he's saying, let's, let's try not to do that. <laughs> says the Qumara first, says the Allah, but pruso. In other words, you can clean your plate with a piece of bread, but just make sure you eat it. And then it is, if you don't eat it, it's just a disgrace for the food. The food, the and especially the pas, is, is a higher madrega, and you should not use it as a sponge. Uh, when I gave the share last night, a few of the people at the sheer were saying, uh, I really should have brought my children along. <laughs> they were thinking that the children should hear these halachas also. So, uh, I was thinking that on the way to share that they might say that actually. Siv The mechaber says, don't clean up the crumbs from the floor and put it on the table. <laughs> Sounds obvious, but some people might think to do that. Other people will become disgusted by cleaning up the crumbs that are on the floor, and putting it on the table. Because he's going to make the other people at the table uncomfortable. Don't take a bite of piece of bread, and then put it in front of his friend, or on the plate. Once again, we're discussing Hanhogas. Sometimes people will not be comfortable... With with you taking a bite of your bread and putting it next to him, he's not interested in your saliva on your piece next to him. So let's not do that. You know, it, it just reminds me. Uh, he doesn't say it here straightforward, but people should be careful. Still, in the same uh, discomfort that other people might have, that when we take food from a serving plate and then take that serving spoon fork and putting it on our plate that we should not touch our plate with that serving spoon serving fork because we're in the middle of eating you want the second portion if you didn't start eating it okay your plate's clean but once you already started eating it's the same thing we're discussing here people at the table might be uncomfortable oh is that your private spoon now your private fork or is that the serving spoon the serving fork i'll take you something else I I I'm gonna tell you a But did have a I had I had a I was sitting at a table. Wasn't my house. Person's taking you know salmon from the fish. The actual fish was right there, and he's taking his fork, put some on his plate, eating some with his fork, yeah. taking his fork, going back to the salmon, <laughs> taking more. Everybody shaking their head. No, I'm. De- it's disgusting, right? Right. So we have to we have to understand, Rabbi This is this is things we don't do, right? We don't take our fork and go back to the main dish, and we don't take the main di- the main serving spoon and put it on our dish itself like it's our fork. This is proper derech eretz over here. Okay, I'm telling you. When I was watching that happen, I I like sometimes you see, you see things. You think you're not you're not seeing that. You're not seeing that. It's not happening. Okay, says. The, what are we up to over here? What are we holding? Tesvav, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. This is already learned now from the came over here. We already learned the Sif Yud. Even to put it on the table is also the Prusa, the piece that was bitten from. Even more so to put it from your friend or on a plate. So what's the Kiddush? So, we're not talking about the piece that was in your teeth. That piece that you bit from, you don't take out of your mouth and put that on the table, obviously. He's saying, rather, we're talking about the piece you bit from, not the piece that's in your mouth. So he says, We're talking about the piece that still remaining in your hand. Don't take a piece, a bite of the piece of that bread, and then put that next to your friend's seat. That keeps next to your spot, your location, your seat. And don't make sure you don't put that back on the serving plate. You, know, you took a bite from it already. It sounds obvious. Okay don't drink from a cup and give your friend a drink from it so, so you'll say well why not it shows friendship you know why not because he might be your best friend but he might be uncomfortable to drink from that cup and now you're, you're, you're putting him in an awkward predicament that he doesn't want to drink from it but if he says no then he's like expressing he doesn't really like you so much so don't do that uh, rather because he had germs and they could get someone sick. Because he might be embarrassed and take it from you, and even though he doesn't want to really drink from it. So he says further, could be your friend, is disgusted to drink from the leftover, maybe maybe some of the person's saliva got into the cup. And now, the next person is going to get sick because of this. It's only if you put it in his hand. That's when you should not put the drink in someone else's hand and say, yeah, have a drink of this. The the, the basic premise is we're talking here, the real drinks. Okay? But it, but it applies to soft drinks as well. It's the same concept. So he says, the Mishnah says, if you put it in front of him, with this less pressure, and then he decides to take it himself, so you're not really pressuring him, so, yeah, if you want, you can have some, it's over here. But then, if he decides to take it himself, then it's not a problem. So now, we are quoting the will of the great Tana, Rabbi Had who is in the first mission of all of Shahaz and Brachas that we learned about earlier. Okay? What is he right in his will? Now think about it. What would the great Rabezagodal tell his children? So he's telling his children to be careful with germs. You believe it? Look what he says. He says, Mo'it Don't drink from that which your friend left over. Maybe the person drank before you, he's sick, he's not feeling well. And and he's spreading his germs. We're gonna see at the end of the simon in a few minutes, Mr. Hashem, that if you are wiping this spot, exact spot where he drank from, then it might not be such a problem to drink from that cup. What year was, it, was this written? Like so, this was written 100 years ago. But he's quoting from something from 2,000 years ago. Right? The Tano, the Tanoim, right? right. Uh, what's the exact year? D- dates uh, from the hmm. Yeah, That the are discussing eating with utensils, not not utensils, and there's a ben yoyado, the ben yishchai. In ksubis, it's around Samach Bay, it's around there, I think, that talks about that the senses of taste and touch are connected. Meaning what? There's a there's this concept of finger food, that when you eat the food with your fingers, you enjoy it better. Because the senses are connected. I'm not promoting eating with your fingers, by the way. <laughs> I'm just saying that when you take a metal fork and you put the metal fork in your mouth, so then it's it's not as enjoyable with the senses that they don't get a higher enjoyment reaction, if you will. So uh so back inside in Sivkot and Lamid Zayn, where he says that is the You said you could wash the spot where you are going to be um, drinking from, either with water or the place of So he seems to disagree with what we just said here from Rabbi Elazar Gold. So it could be what Rabbi Lazar Gold was saying: don't drink from the cup. That you're not, the person, you don't know who the person is. You don't know if he's healthy not healthy. So, just moving the drop. Uh, so, so that being the case, um, that's mer- perhaps what the difference of opinion is. Where, if you know who the person is, let's say you know your child is not sick. So you'll, you'll drink from it. It's not a problem. Okay. In the old days, talking about the old times, and I don't mean a hundred years ago, so the the butler, the waiter, would give you a glass with a beverage in it right away, a glass of wine right away. When you finished it, it wouldn't be polite to have, to keep that empty glass on the table. Okay? Now, um, the Mishteru says, it's not it's to keep the empty glass on the table nowadays the Ben Yishchai says that if the, if the norm is that people are not they're not strict to keep an empty glass on the table so it's not a problem furthermore the who lived around 100 years ago he says that that halacha not to keep an empty glass is talking about those generations that the shaman should bring you, like I said, the case with the drink. But nowadays, it's the shalef, shalefnei ko Everybody has the empty cup, empty glass, and then you pour something in it, so it's not a problem. However, perhaps we can take out from this, if you have an empty bottle of a drink, maybe it should be removed from the table as well. And I see people are mocked on that, that if there's if an empty bottle of something, they try to remove it from the table, not to keep it on the table. Okay. If you go going to a meal, you're a guest, you go to someone's house, and you see, you know, you want to be a tzaddik. You want to do the right thing. So you see there's a man, schwitzing, working hard. So you want to give some, give some of yours to the waiter. Don't do it right away. You know why not? Even though you have good intentions. It's not a good idea. Maybe this is going to happen with a meal. Meaning there might might not be enough food, as we'll see, or or you can take it, hold on to it, and give it to him a little later, but not right away in the beginning of the meal. Okay, he explains over here in the Mishnah Brura. The Bach explains what's going on over here that you shouldn't take the food right away. That's your portion. Give it to the waiter. Looks like you don't like the food. And therefore, you're giving it away to someone else. Right? So, in order not to insult the host, when you think you're trying to do a nice gesture of giving it to the shamish, don't do it right away. <speaking in Hebrew> therefore, keep it in front of you. Therefore, keep it the food in front of you because it looks like you are happy with the food that you received. <speaking in Hebrew> but since you kept with you. You are full already. You you are not saying that the food isn't good. Therefore, towards the end of the meal, you can give it to the Shamish. Masha Kaz Machab. This <laughs> already says that the Vaikilko, something bad could come after this. So it's a say, you call lovely day ta'. You could come to a quarrel. Habal habayis Imarech, the Balabayas with the guest. Okay. Uh so you wanna you don't want to fight over the Balabayas of your host. You know, he, he invited you to give you food. He didn't invite you to give the food to the, to the workers that he hired. Okay? Olevush peresh kibshuta. Lavush explains, <laughs> Don't give it immediately to the <laughs> Because you might need, let's say something happens and, and some food in the kitchen got ruined. So that food that you just gave away might be needed for other people. Wait till the end of the meal, then you can give it to him. Now, a reminder, we had learned that it's appropriate and an obligation for the host, for the, the balabai, the one flipping the bill over here, that he should make sure every waiter eats beforehand. We already discussed that. The according to this, you don't have to wait. Until each person um, gets his proper food, it says in the Mark, So the Bible says, if you are the host, it's appropriate for you to pour drinks for your guest. And some explain this is referring to more of a of a of a hard drink, not a not a soft drink. So, like you know, you pouring your schnapps, you know, you pouring oh, you are going on, you'll have a Lachayim, Right? This this is also like a meaning for the host to do as well. Sikh Yudes. Orgumanzo made <inaudible> the Balabaiis, guests that come into the Balabaias' house. <inaudible> you can't take food and give it to the child, or <inaudible> or to the servant Sho of the Balabayis, <inaudible> so, so in other words, guests should not give food to the Balabaises to the host children without permission. Elaim K not mi Balabais, unless you have permission. We're going to say over a a this is a taconskam. You understand the case? If you're a guest in someone's house, you shouldn't take food from the table and give it to the host's son's child to eat. So why not? What's the big deal? So once again, here you have the purest of intentions to do the right thing. Sometimes if we don't do things according to the correct way, it can come out horrific. The tragedy that is recorded over here, at in Chulin, Daf where a person invited a guest over, the shazim and shloisha invited three guests over, and it was a famine time. He only had enough to put three eggs worth on the table. That the host's son comes into the room. So what does he do? He takes his, uh, he takes his, there's, there's a table inside if you want to open it up. Okay? You can I'll get your own table. Um, he takes his, his portion and he puts it, he gives, his, gives a child the egg. The so to the second person and so to the third person. The father of the child comes in, matzah one's in his mouth and two in his hands. You hear what's going on? He only had three eggs to give out. He sees his son, there's one in his mouth and one in each hand. The father was so upset, he slaps the kid and he kills him. <laughs> the mother sees what happened. She went to the top and she jumped. The father realized his senses came back to him and he, he did the same thing. <laughs> so, this is a maissa in Dawid, and therefore Chachan said, if you are a guest, do not give food to the children of the host, unless you have permission. Now, yes, that case will say it was, it was a famine. Once it's a takon, we have to follow suit and 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 uh, listen to what they say. Now, the el says that only in that case, the shah, it's only in that specific case, uh, when there was not a lot of food, um, and therefore, uh, that's when you had to be careful. Um, the dear Shinoah brings over a monach ha-shuva, only maybe a monach ha-shuva, a very nice piece of food, that's when you shouldn't give um, to the child without the Baal permission. As the Kav says, She'en locho Shem yovu al-abayas li'deibusha, va'af roi in So, the Kavachaina says, giving a small amount or a fruit when you see that there's plenty on the table, it's not a problem, as of course, as as long as you know that the child can have it. I will just suggest, especially in this generation, if you don't know that child, they might have allergies, don't give the child any food, okay? I mean, I'm being serious now. Right? In this generation, you got a lot of values running around. So don't give the child any food. Before you know it, you think you have and then they end up in the ER, Okay. don't give to the Evid. Some say it's only to the Evid is Asr, but to the Shamish, the butler who serves the food, some say it's mutter, and some say even to the Shamish is also Asr. Uh, we will stop here by Sif Khof and pick up next time by Sif <laughs> Just want to return the quarterback arm for this because he brings over here, <laughs> however, the safer <laughs> Shemin Rekeach, who is the Tzemach Lady's great, 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 great grandfather, he says, <laughs> when he says, in all situations be machmir and he should not give without permission. Okay. Thank you, Rabbi for pointing that out. I was looking for that.